This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. Today on episode number 244 of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, we're talking about sugar. Oh, honey, honey. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. We left our excuses in the past and we've forgiven ourselves for abusing the gift that is our bodies. From this point forward, our health is more important. We will stay focused. We will stay determined. We will sacrifice now knowing that it's not going to be easy so that we can live a better tomorrow. We understand that weight loss is a marathon, not a sprint. It's about making lifestyle changes and that the only person who can stop you is Is you. you. You know where you are now, and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it thin. I want to try it thin, but I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to do to die it thin. Won't kill your life thin. I want smaller thighs thin, but I realize I guess I'll have to exercise. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Jackson, from the school of podcasting.com. And if you're new to the show, look, I'm not a doctor. I am uh, not a trainer. I don't even play one on TV. <laughs> oh, that joke is so old. And uh, I'm just a person like you trying to lose weight. And uh, today we're going to talk about the movie Fed Up. You got to watch this movie. You have, um, no. You have to watch this movie. I got it on Netflix. If you have the Netflix where you can get the DVD, for whatever reason, it's not streamable. If you go to LogicalLoss.com forward slash 244, uh, you'll see where you can actually stream it on Amazon or you can buy the DVD. But here's something that uh, I watched this movie. We're going to play some clips here. And um, you know what? I'm, I was going to talk about labels because there's something on, actually, there's something that's not on your food labels that I was like, oh, holy cow. And uh, this is a movie. It's an hour and a half movie. Katie Couric narrates it. It's produced by the same, some of the same people did The Inconvenient Truth. And we've kind of talked before that our government is not protecting us. And there's just stats like 80%, 80% of our schools are getting money from Coke and Pepsi. It's just, it's depressing. And what's really just heart-wrenching is they have children here who are morbidly obese. And they're trying to lose weight. And it just shows when they go to school, it's like, well, would you like a chili dog, some tacos or a hamburger? The movie goes in to explain how, and this is the problem. And this is a U.S. thing. In fact, it shows in the movie where other countries are leading us in going in and for lack of a better, just slapping the food industry and going, quit poisoning our kids. 
And I think we'll start off with um, this clip. Food companies are interested in selling more food. That's their job as a corporation. And one way to do that is to co-opt potential critics. Soft drink companies fund research in universities. They donate to professional societies. And in fact, I just saw a new major analysis that says that soft drinks have nothing to do with obesity. Did you hear that? Soft drinks fund research that shockingly says uh, sodas have nothing to do with obesity. So drink up, everybody. And the study was sponsored in part by Coca-Cola. We haven't heard this kind of association before. It's the American Academy of Family Physicians. They've partnered up with Coca-Cola, which, you know, yeah, definitely a head scratcher. Yeah. And so after this report came out that said, ah, there's no link between soda and uh, drinks, this is what happens. Take it away, Miss Kirk. Immediately after Koch's announcement, a group of 20 doctors who helped make up the American Academy of Family Physicians publicly resigned. How can any organization that claims to promote public health join forces with a company that promotes products that put our children at risk? But not all doctors see it the same way, particularly those whose research is funded by the industry. And we're talking about funding here. We're talking about millions. We're not talking a couple thousand here. Here's a, No, we're talking about, hey, how would you like a couple million dollars to do some research? Oh, and by the way, here's the answer to the question. You know, it's <laughs> here's here's the results of your survey. Here's a couple million dollars to find that answer. And for us here on the show, you know, I've always said it's as simple as, you know, calories in and calories out. And that is true. And but we when I went to. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Well, oh, David Greenwald of Leanness Lifestyle University. And uh, if you go to logicalloss.com forward slash LLU, uh, this is a personal trainer I had on the show. And Dave's thing is, it's always the food. So when you're watching The Biggest Loser and they're like, I don't know why I'm not losing any weight, it's the food. And basically this clip kind of proves that. That's the industry's response. Change the conversation from real food and cooking and going to the farmer's market to re-engineer processed foods and exercise. Before too long, the first lady was emphasizing more and more the exercise part of the Let's Move campaign. Shouldn't be so hard to get them to run around and play, right? And this isn't forcing them to eat their vegetables. <laughs> it's getting them to go out there and have fun. It's about how active our kids are. Now listen to this stat. We've talked about this before, about French fries, how long it would take to work off a French fry. Uh, this isn't about demonizing any industry uh, or any, you know, it, it's not about demonizing parents and it's not uh, about demonizing businesses. In the beginning, the name Let's Move was not meant to evoke exercise. It was meant to evoke action on the issue. Issuing a call to action. But what a food industry person hears is their interpretation of the obesity epidemic, which is that we are too sedentary. It's our own damn fault because we're sitting watching TV too much. It's not the food. 
Uh, and I think that that was a very unfortunate message for the White House to put out because it is the food. So, yeah, it is the food. And we're, there's another clip here where they talk about we're not going to eat our way. We're not, we're not going to exercise our way. Now, that doesn't mean exercise is bad, but you're not going to exercise your way out of this problem. And I, I thought this was the clip that had the stats. It might be this one. This talks about, because I've said calories in versus calories out. And they go into real food, you know, something that came out of the ground and how it's produced in the body versus, and again, they kind of picked on soda here. But if you look at soda, there's really not much in that can that's real anymore. So uh, this talks about why, why do we have to worry about, isn't it just calories in versus calories out? And it's not. And here's why. You eat, say, 110 bites of food a day, and you only burn off 109 of them, you're going to get obese in 20 years. Even if there's a Guinness World Record holder of calorie counting, calories into the calories out, nobody can do it. 340. What do you have next? Next, I have student team. We certainly don't want to discourage people from exercising or underplay the importance of physical activity to health, but we are not going to exercise our way out of this obesity problem to burn off just one 20-ounce Coke. A child would have to bike for an hour and 15 minutes. An hour and 15 minutes for a 20-ounce Coke. Now, if you're like, 20-ounce, that's a bottle. You know, when you see the bottles at the gas station, yeah, get on your bike. I hope you rode you know, uh, an hour and 10 minutes or an hour and 15 minutes to get that Coke because, or I'm sorry, what would be half of a uh, 30, 40 minutes, let's say 40 minutes to get that Coke because it's going to take an hour and a half to burn that off. And um, unfortunately, this is the audio, as you can see. And also in that last clip, the one girl said, they said, what's next? And she said, swim team. So this is a, a, a lovely little girl. She's probably in junior high, maybe high school. And she's just you know, she's swimming, she's running, she's jogging and, you know, but, but she goes back to school and eats a hamburger and fries. And it's just like, and they explain how, uh, in the movie, like on Monday, it's uh pizza hut day on Tuesday, it's Arby's on Wednesday, it's Chick-fil-A on Friday, it's McDonald's. Then in some cases they're actually selling fast food to our, our kids. And in this clip, they just said an hour and a half to burn off a 20-ounce Coke. Now, you'll hear these little quick, quick, quick. They're, they're throwing stats up on the screen. And one of them was like, you have to jog for 20 minutes to burn off a cookie. A cookie. So it's just interesting here. Let's uh, continue on. Most people don't have that much time in their day. Do you have an hour and a half to go burn off that Coke? I don't. So if you burn a calorie, sleeping or you burn a calorie exercising, it's still a calorie burned. The question is, is a calorie eaten a calorie eaten? And for that, we have really good data. And it says a calorie is not a calorie. So listen up. This is the one that I was like, okay, I get it now. It's not just calories in versus calories out. This stuff gets into your system and you get these huge spikes. Your body's like, what? And it's got to call out all sorts of reserves just to process it. And most of the process leads to just uh, just turn into fat. Check this out. Why is a calorie not a calorie? All right, let's give you an example. Let's take an easy one. Let's take almonds. 
If you consume 160 calories in almonds, because of the fiber in the almonds, the food is not going to get absorbed immediately. So your blood sugar rise is going to be a lot lower. It's going to be for longer. So what's the opposite of the almond? Well, the opposite of the almond would be a soft drink. Because there's no fiber, they get absorbed straight through the portal system to the liver. The liver gets this big sugar rush. And when your liver gets that onslaught, it has no choice but to turn it into fat immediately. So 160 calories in almonds or 160 calories in soda? You tell me which is better. For over 125 years, we've been bringing people together. And yet, we are continually being sold a message contrary to the science. On something that concerns all. So, the curb commercial that we're hearing right now is from Coke saying, We care about you. We're going to lower the sugar or something like that. All of us. Obesity. Our weight, we're told, comes down to calories in and calories out. Simple, common sense fact. All calories count, no matter where they come from, including Coca-Cola and everything else with calories. And if you eat and drink more calories than you burn off, you'll gain weight. Well, one thing we need to understand that the food industry is really at the heart of this problem. That's it. The food industry. And the bad news is the food industry has really deep pockets. And this movie goes in to explain how anytime, and this goes back to like 77, when a report came out that said, yeah, uh, we gotta, we're eating way too much sugar, we're eating way too much fat, we're doing this, we're doing that, and it's addictive, and it's bad. And money came at, at Congress like it was nobody's business, and they changed it. And that's where in the 80s, remember the 80s where everything was low fat, low fat, low salt, low this and that. And it explains that if you take all the fat out of a food, it tastes like a caca, a boo boo. So how do you get the flavor back? That's right. Our good friend, sugar. Now, here's the fun thing. This is a story about how addictive sugar is. I found this amazing. Processed food is much more powerful uh, than we ever realized. For decades, we had the science to show that drugs of abuse can hijack the neural circuits to get us to come back for more and more. We now have the science that show that you can make food hyperpalatable too, and that gets us to come back for more and more. Researchers at Princeton University have been studying how rats change their eating behavior if they're allowed to drink sugar water. The rats In a recent study, 43 cocaine-addicted laboratory rats were given the choice of cocaine or sugar water over a 15-day period. 40 out of the 43 chose the sugar. In another study, rats on a sugar water diet exhibited telltale signs of addiction, binging, craving, and withdrawal when the sugar was taken away. Food addiction is a real thing. It's not a metaphor. It's a biological fact. The studies show that your brain lights up with sugar just like it does with cocaine or heroin. In fact, sugar is eight times more addictive than cocaine. So Eight times more addictive than cocaine. And if you're wondering, does that sound speeded up? Yeah, I just realized when I recorded this, I still had it set to fast. Sorry about that. If you start your baby early on addictive, highly sugary foods, they're going to become addicted. Yeah, and they, they go on to show you how formulas now have, um, they're, they're putting not sugar, but some sort of false sugar. And I think this is the same clip. I think I have it in here twice. Let me see here. Between 1977 and 2000, Americans have doubled their daily intake of sugar. Sugar is poison. It is a chronic not acute, chronic 
dose dependent, depends on how much you eat, because there is a safe threshold, hepato liver toxin. The metabolic diseases that are associated with obesity, the diabetes, the heart disease, the lipid problems, the strokes, the cancer, those diseases are being driven by sugar. Fructose, the sweet part of sugar, can only be processed in the liver. When your liver is pushed to the max, the pancreas comes to the rescue by producing excess amounts of a hormone called insulin. Insulin is the energy storage hormone. Insulin turns sugar into fat for storage. That's insulin's job. High levels of insulin can also block your brain from receiving the signal that you're full. Hey, how convenient, which means what? Means I'll eat more. Problem is, your brain thinks you're starving. So how do you feel when you're starving? Crappy, tired, slothy, sit on the couch, don't want to do anything. And of course, hungry. Well, I've just described every obese patient. Think about that. It makes you feel tired, sluggish, crappy, and hungry. Anybody fit that description? The behaviors that we associate with obesity, the eating too much, the exercising too little, the gluttony and the sloth, they are the result of the biochemistry, not the cause. So it's the food in a way. Now, I'm all about you have to accept your own choices. It is you that's eating the sugar. I'm not blaming it all on the food. But we have to realize that in some cases what we're putting in our body, we're putting up hurdles in front of ourselves. Now, here's the part that blew me away. If you're near, if you're obviously if you're on a treadmill or in the car, you can't do this. But if you're somewhere where there is something with a food label. So I walked over to my, uh, my little spot here where I, I'm in my office. I have a, a, a mini fridge and on top of it, I have a box of raisin bran, right? 23 grams of whole grain per serving. It's an excellent source of fiber. Now what's interesting here is um, you have the whole percentage of a daily value, right? So, you know, there's one gram of fat, that's 2%. Uh, there's no saturated fat and uh, there's no cholesterol. Uh, 230 milligrams of salt, which is 13%. 310 milligrams of uh, potassium, that's 15%. Total carbs, 18%, 47 grams. Uh, 32% of my fiber here is here. Now, what's interesting is uh, sugar, 19 grams of sugar. What percentage of my daily allowance is that? Is not on the box. And if you look at any label, they don't show you how much of your daily intake of sugar you should get. Now, recently, the World Health Organization came out and said, look, um, we need to knock it off with the sugar. And they said 5% of your calories should come from sugar. And if you take the average kind of for an adult with a normal BMI, that would be around 25 grams, 25 grams of sugar. Uh, in a, according to my fitness pal, a 12 ounce can of Mountain Dew, uh, they just have the calories, doggone it. Here we go. A single can of soda, in this case, Mountain Dew, not diet, not orange, green, purple, just good old, the nectar of the gods, green Mountain Dew, 46 grams of sugar. That's an insane amount. And my daily intake is supposed to be 25. One can, and I'm almost at, I'm this close to having double my amount of sugar. 
which of course leads to me, you know, if you just, so if I had, you know, a bowl of cereal is again, as I look at the, there's 19 and maybe on the way to, to work, I had a, a can of Mountain Dew. That'd be 46 plus 19, 66, 65 grams. And it's not even 10 o'clock yet. And who knows how much sugar is in our milk. And what's, what's interesting about this now, when people try to say, knock it off. Remember, do you guys remember there's a guy, uh, Mayor Bloomberg in New York that said, I want to get rid of the big gulp, right? 64 ounces. Now we just talked about what's in a 12 ounce can. He's like, look, uh, there are people doing this um, six times as much soda in one drink. And he's like, I want to ban those. And everybody's like, what? What is this, a Gestapo state? You can't, the government needs to get out of our personal lives. It's a nanny state. And anytime somebody tries to do something that kicks uh, this kind of crap out of our schools, that to a certain extent says, look, this is just, this is not a good idea. They come out of the woodwork. They hire media companies. They hire all sorts of people to get on the news and say, you can't let the government tell you what to do. And I get that, but nobody's talking about these facts. Look at any label. I ne I've never noticed this. And I was like, oh man, that is not right. Uh, I, I'm looking at a bottle of fruit 2.0. I can see there's no fat. There's 65 grams of sodium. Uh, and there's nothing here about sugar. But yet, if I look at this, there is um, sucralose. Hello. That's sugar. Uh, but it's not on the label. And so it's amazing how much of this stuff that we're drinking and it was interesting because they showed clips. And again, I'm talking about fed up the movie. Go out to logicalloss.com slash 244. And I'll have links to where you can, can watch this. It's a, it's an amazing movie, but they showed clips of the tobacco industry where the tobacco industry was like, look, uh, you know, there's no studies that show, Smoking can cause lung cancer. I don't know where you guys are getting this, but they were just deny, 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 deny. And then eventually, right, we we put the warning label on it. And over time, common sense kind of came through. And smoking amongst teenagers is way down. And we've basically exported tobacco to other countries like China. Hey, look, there's 8 billion people on this little itty-bitty country. Let's get them addicted to nicotine, shall we? Uh, and, and also, we, by having this food industry protect itself, we are the creators of the world's worst diet, and we're exporting it around the world. It's amazing. And so they showed the tobacco industry going, no, and then there was, they went to another clip of, uh, a bunch of, I don't know if it was Coke or Pepsi or whoever, sitting in front of Congress going, there are no studies that show that soft drinks can be linked to obesity. And there's just study after study after study. 
Now, of course, they're quoting the study that they paid for. And they said, what we need to do, and this is what I'm trying to do, is we need to start looking at soft drinks and processed foods. You know, something that did not come out of the ground. The Twinkie. You know, even the granola bar, right? Granola is healthy. It's full of fiber. It's also chock full of sugar. I looked at my uh, box. It was crazy. And we need to start looking at soda like a cigarette. It's that stupid. It's that just what are you putting that in your body for? Don't you know that is poison? And they said that one guy said it's poison. Sugar is basically it poisons you in these massive amounts. And you can see that we're over the safe amount with one can, let alone a bottle. So it's going to be amazing to watch this now that we are filled in. And they they just show even, um, remember when Obama, right? They revised how they did school lunches. No, they didn't. No, no, they didn't. In the end, they, the movie shows that there is a company that is a $3 billion company a year, and they make 80% of the pizza that's in your school. $3 billion, 80% of the schools, and you're trying to kick pizza out of the school. Well, what happened? Shockingly, they revised this bill that was going through to clean up school lunches and pizza is now a vegetable. Yep. Because of the tomato sauce, it's a vegetable. And in some cases, so are fries. And I just want to go how, and the problem is we are poisoning our kids. We expect, would you, you expect when you send your kids to school that the water is safe to drink? that they're going to be safe. And 80% of schools have a deal with Coke and Pepsi. And we're just poisoning them slowly all day. And we're making them depressed because we're saying, well, you just need to move more. You just need to move more. Well, okay. By the time they're done, they've had two bottles of, of soda. You're, you're now up to three hours of exercise. So I hope you enjoyed your 45 minutes of gym where you, I don't know, whatever. And this, this, they showed these two kids that were just depressed because they were really trying. Now, for the record, I didn't see any of them packing their lunch. They were reliant on the school lunch. Maybe, maybe that was their only choice. Who knows? But it was obvious that they needed to quit eating this food. It was the food. It is the food. And yet they were still eating and they were trying to find healthier choices, but uh, they didn't. Here's another clip I just found on CNN. Let's uh, take a listen to this. America. This simple lecture by Professor Robert Lustig of the University of California, San Francisco. Can I not back this up? Nearly information in America. This simple lecture by Professor Robert Lustig of the University of California, San Francisco has been viewed nearly three million times. The basic message, sugar, is toxic, at least in the massive amounts that most of us eat it. Can your liver handle it? And the answer is, no, it can't. 
The average American eats 130 pounds of sugar in a single year. That includes the white stuff. But in case you're curious, also the high fructose corn syrup. Lustig says for most people, it makes no difference. Of course, the sugar growers and the corn growers say sugar is like anything else, fine, in moderation. And that's true, but it's not the whole story. And now Dr. Robert Lustig joins us. Uh, he's written a new book and in his spare time. It's called Fat Chance, Beating the Odds Against Sugar, Processed Food, Obesity, and Disease. With and I'll have that book out at uh, the website Logical Loss. Uh, forward slash two four four. Let's uh, listen to what he has. He says here. Regard to sugar, and you, you've talked about this fact that sugar, uh, you know, and sweets and stuff can can be bad for your heart. It can it can ultimately get turned into these very bad sort of cholesterol particles. What happens? Because you think of fatty foods doing that, but a sugary drink. Right. So the problem is that people think that sugar is a carbohydrate. Well, the glucose part of sugar is a carbohydrate, and it can go to liver starch or glycogen, and that can be fished out of the liver for a rainy day or when you're on the gridiron. That's the, your uh, ready energy source. But fructose, the sweet part of sugar, the molecule that we seek, the reason why everybody likes sugar, that does not get turned into glycogen. What that does is it gets turned into liver fat. And now one-third of America has non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. This is a disease that wasn't even described until 1980. It is the biggest epidemic in the history of the world. It's, it's, I mean, it's stunning to think about. And again, I think more people need to hear that particular message and the history of it as well. But sugar, it's, it's not just the amount of sugar but it's the rate at which it's absorbed in the body. I mean, you, you right. really talk about these sugary drinks as opposed to uh, a piece of fruit, for example, which also has sugar in it. The reason fiber is so important, the reason to eat your sugar as whole fruit and not as fruit juice, not as smoothies, is because the fiber helps reduce the rate of absorption from the gut into the bloodstream. When you juice it, it's all going to you, and your liver go gets overwhelmed and you get sick. So what do, you, what do you do? Well, I think government has to get involved. The problem is government doesn't want to get involved what because there's money involved. Like right now, what do you do? I mean, how do you eat? Very simple. I tell my kids that if they see something advertised on TV, that means they're not to eat it. <laughs> because that's, advertising is for something you don't want and don't need. Because if you wanted it or needed it, they wouldn't have to advertise it. <laughs> you said, you've told me before, eat, eat real food. Eat real food, exactly. My kids know that if there's something sweet, it's a piece of fruit, they can have a treat once a week on a weekend, and that's just fine, okay? But we plan for it, we make it special. And of course, no soda or juice. Just, just really quickly, there's obviously a lot of books out there about nutrition, about diet. Uh, you've read them, you know the, a lot of these authors. Yes. How is, it, how is this, your book different? Uh, it's the truth. Basically, and that's the end of that Living clip. Living Beyond Breast Cancer is a uh, lifeline for so many video. people. Okay, so I think we've beat that horse to death. Sugar is bad, and as I as we figured out here, they don't want you to keep track. They'll put calories on the on the restaurant things. They're not going to tell you how much sugar is in it. And think about that: twenty five grams, according to the World Health Organization. Now, Pepsi and Dr Pepper and Coke have said, "Oh, we're going to cut back on the sugar." And you know they're going to bump it up with something else. Some other, they're going to come up with a new name, Curulose Actinoicus Psychonin, and that'll be sugar. And they're going to hope you don't notice that new ingredient. It's interesting. So uh, 
Hey, I know we're getting kind of long here. I wanted to uh, remind everybody that if you go out to logicalloss.com slash diet bet, we have the diet bet starting. Uh, as I'm going to put this out on Sunday, so it's starting tomorrow. Now, you can join late. I don't remember exactly how late you can be, but this is that little challenge we're doing that if you you put uh, $25 in and if you lose 4% of your starting weight in four weeks, you get to take the pot or you get to split the pot. And it's not easy. And it's a great motivator if you're uh, somebody who is competitively um, motivated. You definitely want to check that out. And we don't have a, a ton of people signed up for it. And I was kind of afraid of this because usually for something to, to really be heard, I got to give it about three weeks uh, to do that. But um, we've got three players as I do this, $75 in the pot. And if you're the only person that does it, you get 75 bucks. So you double your money. You put in 25, you pull out 75. And um, of course, that means you made 50 bucks. So then you double your money. Uh, so check that out. Also want to make you aware. I know my last episode, I was kind of a wine whiner saying how bad my life had been. And I was going to be cutting back on things. That is, uh, things have improved in that department in some ways. Uh, my job is definitely taking a turn for the better. That's good. Um, the good news, bad news is I have, uh, taken on the position of the director of podcasting at the new media expo. Now, for me, this is kind of a dream job, or at least it could be. It's a huge opportunity for me, and um, it's a no-brainer that I take it. That's the good news. The bad news is uh, the people that have hired me said this is going to take a lot of time. It's going to take a lot of time to uh, to pull this off. So we'll see what happens in the future, but uh, I have said this. I will do this podcast as long as I can. My goal is to, A, after watching this movie, cut back on my sugar and uh, B, you know, I would like to go out on top. So my goal is to to get down to, say, 190. I'm 6'1", around 190, uh, 180, somewhere in there, and uh, and call it a day. Uh, but if I if I, I should, at least for the next month, uh, be able to, to – I've been doing these weekly. I occasionally skip one. Not very often, but I do skip occasionally. And uh, we're going to see what happens after that as this kicks into gear. And uh, the expo is next April. So I'm not sure exactly when the caca will hit the fan. But uh, things might get a little sporadic uh, moving forward. But uh, we shall see. But um, I wanted to share this this with you, this whole thing about sugar. Because, man, that was, I don't know about you guys, but I was like, wow, that's, that's it's poison. And uh, like I said, everything, if you want to watch this movie, you should. You really should because there's so much more to it than what I've just, these, these are some things that just jumped out and smacked me in the face. So, again, go to LogicalLoss.com forward slash 244, and I'll have links there where you can watch it in iTunes. You can watch it on Amazon. You can buy the DVD and uh, more. So uh, I hope you found this educational. I hope it's inspired you to maybe Think about, I, I know I go on and off the Mountain Dew wagon and uh, this has definitely inspired me to get back on. And um, thank you so much for tuning in. If you'd like to support the show, go out to logicalloss.com and uh, there's a link for Amazon right on the right-hand side. It sounds weird, but if you're going to go to Amazon, just go through logicalloss.com. Go out there, click on that 
and then I get a small commission for anything you buy. And I really appreciate everybody that was, uh, that's been doing that because it doesn't cost you any more. It doesn't cost you any more. It takes two seconds to go to logicalloss.com, click on the Amazon banner, and uh, then just order your stuff. And it helps pay for the hosting and all the other fun stuff that is associated with the show. So thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you again real soon with another episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. If you're listening to this on a website, please consider subscribing to us for free in iTunes by going to LogicalLoss.com forward slash iTunes. You can contact me via email by sending an email to Dave at LogicalLoss.com or call in your comments toll free 888-563-3228. You can sign up for our free newsletter and participate in our forums at our website, which is LogicalLoss.com. Our theme music is courtesy of SkinnySongs.com. Thanks again for listening. You know, they say knowledge is power. Knowledge is only power when it's acted upon. You can do this. Live right. Lose weight. Live long. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it. Thin. I want to try it. Thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just to die it. Thin. Won't tell you lies. Thin. I won't smallify. Thin. But I realize I guess I'll have to exercise.